Lots of us love to spend time in the garden, but I'm pretty sure no one likes dealing with weeds. This is Ask This Old House. I'm Chris Ermides. It doesn't matter how green your thumb is, weeds are the bane of a homeowner's existence. And it can be really confusing to figure out how to safely and effectively get rid of them. Just ask Hien Dang. Hey, Hien, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Good, thanks. So I hear you've got a great house that you moved into a few years ago in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Tell me about it. Sure. Uh, it's a old colonial built in 62. Um, it has a pool, and that's kind of where I have my problem area. You, you've been there for a few years. Have you done any projects in the house? Ton, a, a ton of yeah. projects in the house. <laughs> like what? It was. It's a project house. We bought it. We we uh, renovated it immediately. Uh, we gutted the uh, master bedroom and master bath. Uh, made it in a larger suite. I ate into a, a spare bedroom that was adjacent and turned that into a walk-in closet. Wow! So I have three young children uh, whose ages are five, three, and eight months. Oh <laughs> so, my gosh, that's a busy household. It is. And you had enough space that you could steal a bedroom for a walk-in closet? Well, at the time, we only had two kids, and I thought, well, there's two <laughs> bedrooms. Then we had a third, and that's kind of my... Now I'm trying to look for a third bedroom somewhere. <laughs> oh, you got a baby in the closet? Is that, the, is that what's happening right now? literally is in the closet right now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to work with what you have, right? Definitely, definitely. You know, we got the house because my wife really wanted a pool. We found out a nice house with a gorgeous pool, and... Um, the pool is surrounded by pavers instead of uh, traditional concrete, which is what I've seen. And then the pavers is really where I'm having problems with a ton of weeds. It's just lots of overgrowth. And have you uh, done anything so far? Have you tried to deal with it? I've tried uh, some Roundup. Um, that did okay. It did kill the weeds, but you know it leaves uh, you know the body of the weed and basically came back the the following year. And then I was told by my pool guy not to use uh, those kinds of products because of the phosphates and mixing that with the pool. It's probably not the best idea. So you know, haven't had a chance to do really a ton of research to dig into what else I could be done. Okay. Okay. In order to spend out time out there, you know, you want to keep the place nice. And, and I feel like, I, well, I do like yard work. You know, I mow my own lawn and we live on an acre. So it's, it's quite a bit. Weeds, it just uh, feels like an effort in futility. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. keep fighting it. I, I feel you, yeah. And there's almost, you know, everything you can do, it's only going to come back. And uh, I, this, is, this has really gotten me to my wit's end where the first year I did the the weed killer, the second year I was like, well, I'll just hand pull it as it goes along. And it just, it gets overwhelming really quickly in the middle of the summer. And it's, it's, it's pretty gnarly out there. And is there anything else going on with the pavers? Uh, so I, I think the underlying issue is, I don't know when they, if they put it in, they put polymeric sand to really lock it in. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a lot of the sand debris into the pool. I see uh, a lot of gaps within the pavers itself. For the most part, the pavers is fairly flat and you know hasn't moved. But uh, the sand between is you know it's either a mix of dirt, debris, weeds at mm-hmm. this point. So I I don't know how to get all the weeds out to potentially fill in the sand back in with with poly sand or or what else. If I should be doing something different entirely. Okay, so other than the weeds coming up and the moss and the sand sort of dissipating, the patio is in good shape. Like it's all flat connected no shifting pavers or anything like that i would say so yeah i think it looks it looks pretty good 
Okay, great. We'll get Jen Nuada on the line, and I think she'll have a solution for you. And hopefully, it'll be solved once and for all, so next summer, you can enjoy it back there. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Thanks, Ian. All right, thank you. All right, let's get Jen Nuada on Weed Patrol. More in a minute. When we've got questions about anything yard-related, landscaper Jen Nawada is our go-to. Let's get her on the line. Hi, Jen. It's Chris. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Just, you know, doing the daily grind. Yeah, well, thanks for taking some time to chat with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. So our homeowner, Hean lives in Wayne, Pennsylvania, and he's got an issue with the area around his pool. Mm-hmm. There are weeds and moss growing between the pavers, which are filled with polymeric sand, and that's coming out and getting into the water. Right. He doesn't want to use chemicals because it's right next to the pool, and he's really not loving pulling the weeds out by hand every year. (laughs) It's because it's a tedious job. Yeah, like, I, you know, I don't blame him. So, um, you have any tips? I don't like to use chemicals anyways, so I always try to look for an alternative. Definitely using an organic concoction is something I recommend to my clients. So it's a combination of vinegar, a natural dish soap, and an orange oil. Um, So it's really like the extract from the orange peels, and then the natural soap, and then the vinegar, and that all combined together can create a non-toxic weed killer. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, and it really works. It beads up, and it stays on the leaf of the weed, and then it suffocates it. And then once the leaf of the weed is dead, then it can't have any more photosynthesis, if that makes sense. And so it can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Like you bring it up. Sorry. Middle school science right now. My brain is exploding. I'm like, this is a good thing to do. Um, but having vinegar as a main ingredient, not bad, right? Okay. So you spray it on and let it penetrate through. And, you know, in days it will, you'll still have to pull them, but they'll pull right out. Okay. Will he have to do it again the following year? Well, see, this is another thing. So (laughs) you have to hit it when these weeds emerge so they don't broadcast any kind of seeds, you know, and reseed Uh, themselves because a lot of weeds reseed themselves. So if you hit them in the beginning when they emerge, that's when you're going to kill the whole thing. So you'll probably have to uh, reapply. Okay. And if it's a huge ordeal, you might just have to lift up all your pavers because then there might not have been a good base put down and they're all penetrating through. That brings up uh, an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do to avoid this from the beginning? I mean, you said that there's there needs to be a good base. What does that mean? So you said he's from Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, yeah. So like in the northern states, you have to think of the freeze-thaw scenario, mm-hmm. meaning like the ground is going to heave in the wintertime. So it's all about putting a proper base down in your patio. So in the Boston area in New England, we put a base of eight inches of three-quarter inch stone. And so every three inches, you apply it, you compact it, and use a compactor or a tamper so the stones lock together. So you have a nice solid base and no weeds are going to grow in that unless the weeds come from the top and they blow in the joints. Okay. So if you have a solid base, they're not going to come from underneath. They typically okay. are blown in, especially if it's an outdoor situation without a screen. 
They're blown into those little cracks in between the pavers. Or birds will fly by and drop. You know, it's just there's so many different ways. Okay. Polymeric sand is used in between joints to to help seal the joints mm-hmm. and keep it permeable. But there, are, over time, they it, it does pull out and crack. And then when when one weed gets in there, then it could expand the joint and just cause a situation of weeds. So got it. Well, that's another issue that he has. As he's pulling these weeds out by the roots, he's pulling some of the sand out too. Okay. And then dirt is falling into the joints. Then that's where you get your weeds. Got so it. he's got to scrape those joints, use a blower, make sure it's completely dry. Uh huh. So if there's any organic material left in there, something's going to grow. And the polymeric sand's not going to adhere to the, right. the paver. Is it like a matter of just... Killing the weeds, pulling the weeds out, and then mm-hmm. just dumping that sand back on, and then filling the holes with it with a broom, like doing like brush right. brooming so it. Right. So you would you would you don't dump it. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 broadcast and you sprinkle it around, and uh, then you you sweep it in. But it has to be on a dry dry day because that stuff will stick to your pavers. So that's definitely you definitely can't do it on a rainy or moist day out. So okay. you, you sprinkle it in the joints, you sweep it in with the with the hard brush, and then you use a blower to get everything off like the surface so it doesn't stick to your the tread surface of the paver. All right. So, so hold, and then hold, you water it in. Hold on a second. <laughs> I take issue with the fact that you just corrected me about by saying dumping and you used the word broadcasting. <laughs> what the heck does like, that mean? What's that the difference? Like you, you chuck it. You you like, but you have to have flow. <laughs> you kind of like, you kind of have to follow through. It's like playing tennis. You kind of you know, have to have that follow through with a racket. You do the same with like fertilizer or you do the same oh with God. the polymeric sand. You and Mark Just... McCullough and your Zen flow <laughs> stuff. <laughs> hey, it's, it, you got it. It's got to have flow. All right. So it's conceivable then that he may have that base that you talked about of the gravel or the stone, the crushed stone that's been compacted. And it's just that the that the weeds have grown in the joints from dirt getting in there. And that's the organic matter that you talked about. Mm-hmm. All right. So he might be in better shape than having to tear it to all rip apart. Rip it all up. Okay. Right. I mean, that seems, that seems pretty doable. Wait, well, yeah. Before we go, with respect to the concoction that you referred to, Mm-hmm. What was it again? It's vinegar. Vinegar. And so it's a special kind of vinegar. You have to Google 30% vinegar because it's it's stronger than what you would get at the grocery store. Okay. So 128 ounces of 30% vinegar to 16 ounces of the orange oil concentrate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and two ounces of the, the natural dish soap. Okay. I like to use the, uh, the peppermint one because also the peppermint deters other bugs. Oh, okay. But it's all, they're all organic materials. Um, yeah. Because spe- there's no need to put chemicals down. Yeah, no, it's totally, totally agree with you. Will that stuff kill everything? So if you've got weeds in your garden, can you use that? Yeah. That would, mix yeah. and it won't kill your plants? Oh, it will kill your plants. So you okay. have to like have spot treat. I mean, you can spot treat it. Yeah, gotcha. spot because anything that has a leaf, it's going to like suffocate and kill it. All right. So awesome. All right. Oh, also, you have to apply it on a sunny day, just like the polymeric sand putting down. You have to apply the spray on a sunny day when everything is aired out and dry. Okay. So it's more it's more effective that way. How long do you leave it before you pull the weeds out? You have to just watch it. And so when it turns brown, then you know it's dead. <laughs> How about that, Chris? <laughs> I think I could even handle that. <laughs> 
Green to brown. There you go. All right. That's where I am. I'm on the brown thumb end of things. Well, you know what? If so many people think it's so scary and they don't don't know what to do outside. But when, when you learn it and you get it, you're like, oh, this totally makes sense. And it's just natural. Like if someone has a question about growing a tomato or growing something like I'm like, just stick it in the ground and see what it does because it will perform as long as you water it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. My advice is don't be scared. Just go for it. All right. All right. Thanks, Jen. I know uh, Ian will appreciate your advice to get right. this pool looking great. Good luck, Ian. Got a long overdue project at your house? Submit your project at askthisoldhouse.com. Ask This Old House is produced by Catherine Finalosa at Rococo Punch. Production support from Sarah Chase. Thanks to Hian Dang and Jen Nuwata. If you want to let us know what you think of the show, send us an email, ask at thisoldhouse.com. I'm Chris Hermides. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>